This episode of the Stuyvesant Podcast is sponsored by Crimson Education. Are you a Stuyvesant student or parent who aspires to stand out in high school and study at top universities? Do you want access to the best mentors, strategists, and admissions experts to help forge your path to your dream university? With Crimson Education, you get strategic admissions support, essay guidance and editing, and leadership mentoring to help you discover your passions, to develop lifelong skills and build a strong high school profile. Crimson students are three times as more likely to get into their dream schools than those applying alone. Crimson gives you the best resources and technology-driven tools to guide your dream university acceptance. Visit crimsoneducation.org or watch one of their videos at youtube.com slash crimsoneducation. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Stuyvesant Podcast. Uh, I'm Aaron, and I'm joined here by... John. I'm Shayon. Today, our guest is... Oh, Adrian. Adrian Dickinson. Yeah, it's so. a Dixon. It's Dixon. <laughs> I'm research. sorry, I'm sorry. Aaron doesn't even know our guest. Our research team, which is me. We don't uh, have research. All right, anyways. Um, so, thank you for coming on, yeah. by the way. We wanted to have you on uh, originally. Um, originally. originally. We were, we I mean, you, the, you've been a highly requested guest yeah, highly by many requested. people. We wanted to like, get really. you on. Um like you've been, you're an interesting guy, and a lot of people are just like, like I go around sometimes and like ask people who they're making want me a bit to nervous, be on the podcast. I don't be nervous. No, like no it's, nervous. it's just like a, I don't know, just be be proud, I guess, in a way, because like, like, <laughs> I, I like when people come up to me and talk to me about the podcast, like about how the episode went. Like, for example, like the uh, Miss Susan's podcast episode or like Friends, I always ask, who do you want on next? And they're all just like, Adrian. Adrian's going to be like a pretty good guest. Yeah. And yeah, we've been wanting you on for a while. And, uh, and a quick shout out to Mr. Contreras for letting us use his room while our uh, old room is being prepared. I mean, it's definitely a better setup yeah, than the old room. So, um, how you been? I've been pretty good. I've... Uh, you know, football just ended, as yeah. uh, John would tell you. Uh-huh. And, uh, Very you know, sad. We, uh, we lost. but uh, In a playoff game. It was fine because uh, at the end of the day, the real win were the friends we made along the way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, uh, Positivity. The, the, you know, the JV team, you know, they had a much better season. And uh, they had one loss, right? Yeah, they had one loss. How like, many, how many games did they play? A lot of forfeits, you know. Again, of, like, they, were they intimidated to play the JV? Yeah, they're the just JV so team? scared of Shapin. Shapin is JV's of, uh, quarterback, by the way. A lot of forfeits for them uh, because they didn't have enough people, or like they were like failing or whatever. You know how it is. Yeah, failing these, their classes. These urban schools. <laughs> But yeah, football ending is pretty sad. It's my senior year. Yeah. I joined sophomore year because Lucas Dingman asked me to join. Uh, we had math together, and he was like, "Hey, you're pretty big. You should join." And I was like, uh, "You know, I don't really do. I don't really do that. You know, yeah. I used to play basketball in middle school." We actually went undefeated, but it was only because we had this one kid on our team who was really good. Was it uh, Michael do? Jordan? It's Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> no, what did you play? Oh. I, I, don't, I don't know the positions, man. I stood on the court and they'd throw it to me. 
John just spilled his tea. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. The viewers, no, the listeners. Right. I, they, our, our setup's a little janky right now. Okay, but it's no problem. We're using we'll make a bunch do. of books. Yeah. We'll make do. Okay. Um, so we know that you're, like, besides football, very multifaceted guy. Some would say a renaissance man. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what? Besides, <laughs> what? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait, <laughs> wait let's, let's go back to football for a second. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay, so. Don't, you're on football. Don't, you shouldn't be asking me the questions about football. That's true. Yeah, Try but, on. like, you're, you're the guest. Okay, but, like, you know. He has to pretend. Like, you have to, like, you know, be. No, I want to know your story. Because, like, okay. How, like, how do you feel about, like, football ending? Like, I guess, why is it such a big thing? Because, like, for me, it's like... (laughs) 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 All right, okay. No, okay. You you know, like, okay, after the playoff game, everyone was, like, basically crying, right? Because, like, football is done. Yeah. And, like, everyone has their own reasons. Like, on my end, it's more like, as a kid, I really wanted to become a football player. But, like, you know, it's, like, it's done. Like, I know I can't take it to the next level. So it's clearly, like the end of the line for me and like this is my senior year and it's sad and like i tore my meniscus this year and it's kind of bittersweet so yeah that's like that's why i would cry but like that's why i did cry but like yeah well i guess for me it's more like football i joined because i just wanted to be a part of something at sty and you know there were cool people on the team that i'd become friends with and uh once I joined, I felt like I just had so much more of a connection at the school, even with all the other stuff I was involved with or, you know, friends I had made. Being on a sports team is kind of different, and you don't really know until you're on one, which yeah. is, uh, you know, there's just something about having to compete and, you know, be so physically challenged with a lot of other people who have to do the same thing that kind of just puts you together. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, the thing with that is that, you know, even though football is over, you know, we still have the connections and, you know, that's not over. So in a way, I guess the season's not finished. Yeah, the season's season's never done. (laughs) For both you two, John, like through your experiences through football, what have you kind of like learned about yourself that, you know, you might have not discovered otherwise? That's a... That's a pretty hard question, but, like, it's, like, I don't know. I learned to, like, push my limits, I guess, because, like, especially with this year, I kind of, I injured myself. Like, I injured my knee, and, like, it's a pretty bad injury, and I don't know. Getting, like, back on the field was a completely new experience for me because it really is, like, body, like, physically intensive because, you like after getting injured you don't run or like you don't do any physical activity for like two months and then right away you're like put back into it and you have to get like you have to adapt to it and you're playing a sport where you're basically hitting other people like as fast as you can and like you you learn to like kind of push your limits in a way and i don't know it's it's an experience to, to like to say the least yeah i'd say like something similar to that is like it kind of gives you something you have to be really high commitment with. You have to show up mm-hmm. to practice pretty much every day. And I missed a lot of practice. I can vouch for that. <laughs> for a lot of, you know, various reasons. But 
you know, even then, like, I still was at practice, like, almost every day of the week. And that is just something that I'm not used to, having to do something every single day after school for, like, two hours, uh, sometimes in the rain, sometimes in the snow, and, you know, eventually enjoying it. Because at first, I wasn't really, like, a fan of football. I mean, I never really liked professional sports. I still don't really... I just look at the memes because they're funny. Like when something, <laughs> when something bad happens to like a basketball player, like they like say something racist or something. So, you know, <laughs> like, you know, you know, barstool sports. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I keep up with like, I keep up with like things that happen in the sports world. And like, I understand the sports and I appreciate the, the leagues and stuff. But yeah, growing up, sports were never really my thing. Football especially, you know. And... I, I thought the sport, my dad is really into football, so when he heard I was joining the team, he was pretty, you know, happy, he sh- came up to every game, and uh, he made, like, chicken for the team yeah. a few times. Very popular amongst <laughs> the teammates. And uh, I, you know, I forgot where I was going with this. That's completely fine. It's fine, I do that all the time. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, like, with football... It's just something that you can't really go half ass with. And, you know, if you, am I allowed to say that? Yeah, you're fine. Oh, Everyone man. always asks, like, oh, am I allowed to curse? You have to start over. <laughs> no, so, no I, we so, don't. No. Yeah. With football, like, you can't do anything not at 100%. And once you get into that, and once you realize you can do that, and it's not something that, is impossible for you it just kind of happens by senior year pretty much everyone is at least decent i yeah. think yeah like even you have to be at least decent yeah like by senior year everyone at least is working at their potential and that's something that you see every year people change football changes the way they think it changes the way they act and you know i feel like it probably did the same for me i definitely a different person than i was at the beginning of sty definitely at least you know um you know more committed to the things i do and i feel like yeah a big part of that was football how do you guys feel about people walking away from football because of like the old uh, cte situation and all of that you know like the whole will smith movie and everything oh i mean do you like, uh i mean i think that's entirely valid yeah i i don't i don't really blame them i mean like you you might get clown by the team every once in a while but like and all honestly like everyone kind of understands because it's like a risk you got to be willing to take i guess when you play and yeah. like and that's think, also part of it yeah and i think at the end of the day there is kind of a difference between high school football and even college or nfl level football because mm-hmm. even you know as big as we are and as big as the people were playing because they're like huge they're still not like yeah big yeah and you know the the injuries we get they can be pretty bad but like even the concussions you know are usually pretty minor and stuff like that so i think as you go up the the risk and this is kind of true for all sports but as you go up the risk associated with it becomes higher and higher but also so does i guess the gain because you know you might like tear your acl but you're also making millions of dollars in the nfl and you know People end up really, really messed up from a lot of these sports. 
and you know i can't say that i don't i don't understand you know it's like how much are you willing to put on the line for a game for entertainment for something that you know at the end of the day isn't necessary mm-hmm. and i guess yeah it's it's person to person i'm not going to make fun of anyone for not wanting to play a sport because they think they're going to get hurt like if i if I um, you know, think I might get hurt from something and it's not something that I really, really want to do, why would I do it? Yeah. You know? Like there was this football player like a couple years ago. He played for the 49ers. And like it was his first season, his rookie season, and like he was really good. But like by the end of the season he decided to retire because he was scared of like brain damage. Which I don't think anyone in the league kind of blamed him for it either. Like, it's entirely understandable, and, like, I don't know. It's it's part of the entire mental aspect of the game as well. Like, mentally, like, our coaches always tell us, you have to be ready to hit someone. You have to, like, you have to, no matter what technique you use, like, even if you do everything right, you still mentally have to want to, like, play hard. And, like, if you can't, if you don't want to do that, then you're not going to do it right. And, like, in a way, you have to be mentally prepared to, like, possibly get hurt. And that's the whole part of the game. And it sounds so messed up in the end, too. And with it, like, you yeah. know, Coach says this all the time. Football is a violent sport. Yeah. You know, Coach Ed, after every game, you know, he gives us, like, a speech. He gives us a speech and every like, game. And it's always, like, you know... You can't give them hope. <laughs> like, the other team, like like we're, like halftime, will be like there, and he's like, "Listen, we may be up, but they still think they can win. They're not going to win. You have yeah. to break their spirits. You have to crush them, kill their children." <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's yeah, funny. That's it's part really of the funny. sport. You know, it's a sport that is not one where you can really afford to not be ready to get hurt. I yeah. think everyone on the team has been injured in some way at some point. And like, I think more than not, like those injuries are like in some way permanent, like not, you know, to the point where we're in a wheelchair, but like, you know, my arm still is a little cracks, a little weird from this one hit I got. Yeah. And you know, ACLs don't heal. (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's doing all right. No, he's not. <laughs> he's really not. Like, I bet you his knee hurts every single day. Uh, so, yeah, like, it's that's just the game. You know, if you want to do it, you can do it. I'm not going to say anyone's dumb for not doing it. I'm not going to say anyone's dumb for doing it. Yeah, and I, I think that the risk you guys take as football players is very high, but I guess you guys can attest to this. The reward of having, like, a good win the feeling you guys have as a team. I don't know how, like, I personally don't know how it is, but, like, you know, is, it, is there, like, a sense of euphoria when you, like, come out of, like, a battle uh, battle with, like, another team? <laughs> yeah. You can take this one, yeah, Adrian. I, I, I mean, I guess. It's, like, you know, last year we did really well, our season, you know, in the same division as this year. But last year we... Uh, what was it like? Nine and two. Yeah, I think you lost two. Yeah, we yeah, lost two. Lost two games, and uh, both against Petridis, by the way. Yeah, that, that sucked. <laughs> yeah, and this year Petridis. 
like was one of our losses. We I don't know. Always like get left back and play him on the fifty. I don't think we have we ever beat Patrides. No, I don't think it's ever happened. I know we beat JV. JV JV has beat Patrides. Like varsity has never been. And then somehow we lost, and I think we beat teams that beat Patrides. Did did that happen? Yeah, that definitely does happen. Because football is like an unpredictable sport. Yeah, but um, yeah. Uh, when you get a win, it's kind of like it is happy and stuff. But I feel like it isn't like movie happy. It's more like affirming, you know. It's like the work I did, you know, I, I, I went to work and, you know, it's there. It's kind of what you expect. Yeah. Like, you yeah. should expect to win. It's yeah. like everything went right that I wanted to go right. It's not like, oh, at the end, I went Super Saiyan and I pulled out, you know, this last Trump card and we made it. That, like, <laughs> most games aren't like that, you know. Most games aren't even like that photo finish movie moment. And, you know, it's more just like it's part strategic, part effort. And it comes together, and when it's like when you get a win, it's like I did this, and we all did this, and like next week let's do it again. So, yeah. you know, and then when you get a loss, it really depends on the loss, I guess. If it's a loss where it's like we just weren't doing our things right, then it's pretty upsetting. If it's a loss where we're just like, you know, it's a better uh, their team is just better, which I mean is rare. <laughs> And honestly, in high school football, like it's it's a toss up. It's really a toss up. If your team is yeah. decent and not just like absolute garbage, like and you, you know, can like your coaches know what they're doing, and you yeah. can like theoretically beat anyone. And yeah. like you see upsets like that all the time. People teams that are just so much smaller, you know, just demolishing teams that are bigger than them just because they know how to play. And so like everyone kind of has a chance in like. Uh, so when you have that and, you know, when you lose, you kind of when you it's really all about why that's happening. If you lose for a reason that was preventable and you know that it, it can be made to be your fault, then it sucks. If it's not your fault, then it sucks, too, because you feel helpless. But if it's just like a solid like loss, like, you know, you made a few mistakes. They're as strong as you. We lost. Then, you know, it's just like eh, next time. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's, you know, football is, again, a very, very 100% sport. You got to put in everything. And Mm. if you don't, then there's no way you're going to win. And if you do, you're still not necessarily going to win. And, you know, it's it's still really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, would you ever play in college? I mean, if I could play in college, I might. But I probably can't. Yeah, and I feel like that's something that a lot of you know just student athletes can relate to. You know, the they their sport is something that they love so much, but they know like it's just really a different world in the in college and then professional, and you know they want to make the best that they can in high school because they're not completely sure that they'll be able to play in college. And again, it depends on the school you go to. Because, like, some schools, there's no way you're going to play there because their football team is, like, just either yeah. non-existent or, like, you know, top of the league. You're not even going to get considered. Know. Like, some of these, like, high schools that I'm looking like, some of these high schools, like, IMG Academy and stuff like that. Like, yeah. They pour, like, millions into their locker rooms. And stuff IMG's like intense. Like, like they're into it. Yeah. It they're all in. Yeah. So... Uh, in college, like, 
I might, but I don't know. And you know, I'm I'm fine with that right now because it's not like I'm just banned from playing football. Yeah, <laughs> like if I really, really want to figure out a way to play football again, you probably I can. can. Yeah, like you know, they're like just neighborhood leagues and stuff like that, yeah. and you know, just play a game with my friends. But uh-huh. yeah, okay, we've been talking about football for a while. Yeah, this is like I feel yeah. Like- <laughs> I mean, like okay, so like you also do like STC, right? You're also uh, in yeah, STC. I, yeah. I do that occasionally. So, I mean, like How did you get started in that. Yeah. When was your first production at Stuyvesant? First production at Stuyvesant was, uh, um, what's it called again? The Drowsy Chaperone freshman year with, uh, like, Hero. Hero is in that one. You should mm-hmm. ask him about it. It was a great show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I The thing is, I've been doing, sh- uh, like, theater for a while and just stage performance from a pretty young age. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was kind of a given that I would do it here. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was in, I do sing, too, of course. I directed last year. It's just really fun way to, I guess, do things in front of people. You kind of get over fear that you might have while also being able to, you know, express yourself, even if it's not your work that you're portraying. And I don't, sorry to interrupt, but you went on, you told, you said that you directed Sing and that seems like a pretty big, you know, task to take, you know, how, how was like, how was it being like a director of like a big production like that? You know? Well, uh, I was a cast director and there are a lot of different directors for, you know, so I worked with the cast and I, you know, casted them. Uh, I did that with, uh, Emily Rubenstein, Adam Cohen, we were the three directors and, it was fun. It was like, you know, because, again, I already kind of know the my way around the actual stuff. The, the biggest challenge, I guess, was working within the confines of Sing because it's very different from a normal production. With Sing, you have to, you know, work in a certain way and you have to do things a certain way. You have to, you know, direct a certain way. You have to work with a lot of people who aren't doing the same thing you're doing and coordinate with them. Like uh, what? Like It's also a... Uh original yeah oh yeah and of course and of course it's original so there's tons of revisions going on you Mm -hmm. might teach someone something and then it changes the next week that actually happened sophomore year when i was in chorus big big deal our song got changed for like our opening song because the seniors took the song and they like we like worked for so long and getting these like ridiculously complicated harmonies down and then we're like oh we're just changing the song (laughs) they took another day of sun did they like rip it off you guys like because seniors get uh, priority for songs that they oh, want to okay. pick. So they were just like, actually, no, we want that song. And how does like, it work? Okay. Like, there's like a, a list and like you just vote? I don't even know exactly how it works. But I'm all I know is that it, it goes down in terms of priority. Seniors, juniors. Honestly, yeah. like seniors just get like a ton of, you know, I guess, perks. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of expected that they're going to win every year. So like. I mean, yeah, it's. It's yeah. a joke every year. And, and the there thing was, is... There was light and sound drama about senior priorities. There was... Oh, I'm not going to talk about it. It's not interesting. It's like they wanted to use... No, it. tell it, man. Yeah? Right. Yeah, yeah, tell it. They wanted to... Spill the, <laughs> spill the tea. Um, they wanted to use like, <laughs> one type of pattern for the lighting, but then, you know, the soft rush had it, 
and then the seniors were like, no, that's ours, and then I was just kind of in the middle of the crossfire. I was just like... It seems like a very sty problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want that light. No, I want it. No, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be there, man. <laughs> <laughs> Alan just in the middle, so stressed out. Did you do like acting in middle school or elementary school? <laughs> yeah, I think I said that. Yeah, oh, you I did. did. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I did. I did a lot of it. Uh, every year at middle school, there was a show that, you know, and then in elementary school, there were like a few like things here and there a lot of like mock trials and just stuff like that i always enjoyed just like performances and stuff even though a lot of times i did come off as a bit shy when i was younger because it was just kind of like around you know kids and stuff i was you know pretty outgoing but adults i wasn't necessarily unless i was really comfortable with them and you know it almost gave you a chance to like show off Kind of at least show that you had something within you that you could put on display. So I did, uh, yeah, I did a show every year in middle school. And then there was also an, a production company that I worked for um, with my friend. And then we actually ended up working in a student-run production company that he founded called Zneefrock Productions. We ended up making uh, a musical, writing a Star Wars musical in middle school. And we put it on for like a charity thing. And right now, actually, it's going to be performed at Below 54 with like actual actors, like Broadway actors. Damn. Wait, this is Andrew, right? Andrew, yeah. Yeah, I know about him. He's the uh, lead in Evan Hansen, Evan right? Evan Hansen, yeah. That's crazy. It's pretty crazy seeing him just because like... That's the Broadway show, right? Yeah, we used to be like... You know, we used to go to school together, obviously, really close friends. And it's like, I see him like on, in like, you know, ads and stuff or like news articles. And it's like, holy, you know, that's, that's the guy that I wrote that stupid musical with. <laughs> and, yeah. and then it's like, oh God, that musical's being performed now. <laughs> and, um, it's, yeah, it, it was, it's, it's been fun. I really like theater and I really like just the stage in general something I, I think that more people should get into even if they don't think they'll do good you know I've casted before and and I've of course auditioned a few times <laughs> and you know the one thing you know is that you never really know what you're good at until you really try it and there are tons of people who are like I can't sing and it's like do you, have you ever sung like sing something right now and they're like no and I was like how do you know you're, you can't sing then like sing I mean, sing in the shower. I mean, <laughs> I mean, maybe. I think most people know if they're bad or good at singing. Right? Trust me. Like, there are people that just have no idea the talent that they have until they end up That's actually, fair. like, auditioning. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and again, there's, like, there's vocal ranges. There's, you know, not everyone can play the right character. And it's not even just singing, of course. Just acting. Uh -huh. instruments anything that you know all you know entertainment i guess what do you think is like the toughest part toughest of like being an actor or an actor in like a production like that would you say it's like getting the singing down or is it more of the i would imagine like memorizing the lines right yeah that's what i would consider. i 
it used to be for me memorizing lines when I was younger. But I guess it kind of gets easier the more you get used to it. Memorization is pretty simple because you just got to kind of think of the scene itself. Think about the reasons characters are saying the things they, they're saying, the motivations. Mm-hmm. You can't just think of it like, okay, after she says this keyword, then I say this. Because then if they mess up that keyword, or if they say something a little bit similar, but it's just a little bit off, like, yeah. I'm going to the store, and they say, I'm headed to the store, and then you're just freezing on stage, like, oh shit, what's my next line? <laughs> um, you got to kind of think about the scene. You have to understand the character, yeah. right? Yeah. And once you do that, and once you just read the script over and over and over again, the lines just kind of snap into place like that. But if uh, I, now that's not really a big deal, memorization. Mm-hmm. I think the hardest part is, uh, well, for one, like not forgetting to come to practice. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, uh, I guess finding out what works finding out what you know sounds good or looks good on stage and sticking with that and remembering that and you know it, it can be so some performances are more natural than others some performances have more leeway than others you know certain roles you can play are like you can just pretty much do whatever you want and then certain roles you have to be very very specific in one way and if you mess it up then it just doesn't look right and I think that's one of the biggest challenges you face when you're on stage is, you know, realizing that you may feel a certain way on the stage, but that's not how it looks to the audience. Yeah. And balancing those two things is, you know, it's a big part of it. So it's like a learning experience, right? It's a, it's a trial and error type thing. Yeah. Uh, like, I hate watching videos of me on stage because, like... I- yeah. I'm like, oh, that's not what I thought that was going to look like at all. It's like, yeah, it's like hearing this podcast. Yeah. I hate listening to it. It's interesting, though, because like, you're both into like football and acting, right? And like both of them, it's like... Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. No, I'm not going down on another football tangent, but I'm saying like, it's like both of them, only a few people can really succeed amongst a lot, right? And it's like... So it's like, what has acting, like... Are there any skills from acting that you can use just going forward in life, even if you don't act? Well, I mean, of course, you know, uh, diction, memorization, uh, commitment, I guess working with people and, you know, being able to stick with that and, you know, not being afraid. I guess not. Stage fright is something that is pretty common in a lot of people. And I've seen people come into a show and then just pop out of their shells by the end. And, uh, what was that? I don't know. Someone's <laughs> at the door. Strange noises. Alan, you gotta cut that. <laughs> I didn't pick up anything. No, but I understand the stage fright thing, though. It's like, I mean, when we first recorded our first episode for this podcast, like, no one, no one is even watching us. It's just us and the guest. But, like, I was pretty nervous on the first run. And it was Mr. Ferenc, who was, like, a teacher I knew pretty well anyways. Still, it was like a kind of a nerve-wracking experience because it was completely new to me. And I don't know. I knew that at least three people would be listening. So, you know. <laughs> do, you f- do you find it easy that, to, to, that uh, when you break out in song on the football field, do you find it easy here to play football when <laughs> you break out in song? 
What? What? Do what? I'm so confused. What did you mean? Like he breaks out in song on the field? Yeah. Like carry like from musical theater. Do you find it easier to play football when you break out in song on the field? Have you broken out in song on the field? I mean, like at practice. I at think, practice, yeah. he does a lot, but I don't remember it on the field. On I don't the field, I think I would be ejected like, for that. Like, I think that's, that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a f- do, fifteen yard. Do you, see, <laughs> yeah. do you see yourself in Troy Bolton? Do I see? I, Have you I said that before? Me, you see Troy Bolton and Troy Bolton was the. No, I don't. Kid, I think Troy. How does it work? Of high school, musical. I think Troy was a it was a very problematic character. You want to go into why? <laughs> Funny enough, I saw Zach Efron not right in front of Sty. Well, not right in front, near the Tribeca Film Festival. Oh it's my not god! Right in front of Sty, but it's very close. I don't know how the, many times you've told me this. Well, I just want to. I say saw it again. J Cole. Real? Oh, I've heard of that. He was yeah. like with his kid. Wait, let me tell you this. Wait, I was, was this th- during rollerblading? Yeah, rollerblading. Yeah. I was in. I was in rollerblading, Mr. Chuberillion. And we're outside, and J. Cole is just there. And he's, like, with his son or something, and he has, like, a little stroll. I didn't even know he had a son. And he was outside, like, at Battery Park, and he had his son. And this kid was yelling, mm-hmm. and he was, like, like he was like, it's J. Cole. I love KOD. It's J. Cole. And then I, like, was skating, like, right behind him, and I got in front of him. I, like, passed him, and I looked back, and I was, like, hey. And he, like, gave me this weird look, and he was, like, I think he nodded at me. Because he's like J. Cole. And then I... J. Cole in Jamaica, too. This dude is like everywhere in the city. <laughs> <laughs> he's just... He's like oh, yeah. J. Cole was in some place in Queens. He's just and an like ed- he was playing basketball with his kids or something. Does he have a kid? He's like a non-corporeal entity. He's just everywhere at once. Yeah, J. Cole's my roommate. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, we saw this designer on the train once, right? Shion still hates me for this. Wait, designer? Or a designer. <laughs> a, a designer, not designer. Okay. Not panda. Not the panda dude. Now we found John Elliott on a train once, who's this fashion designer. For, and John, and then we were just talking about it, and then John goes, John Elliott, John Elliott. And he just I didn't know who John Elliott was, right? They were just talking about John <laughs> Elliott. This dude just looks at us. He's super <laughs> creepy. He leaves the next stop. How do you guys, who like recognizes designers? I don't. I didn't know who he was. I, I was just like messing with him. Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that like a man or something? Yeah, yeah. I don't know who Gucci is. Is though. Gucci like alive? Is Gucci alive? Low key, I don't even know. The only reason I know who. Uh, I definitely cannot recognize Coco or Chanel. <laughs> 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 What were we talking about? (laughs) I actually had a question I wanted to ask. Sure. uh, uh, Alan, I wanted to ask Alan. You know, I've always been inspired by you and your, you know, your work at Sty. And I just wanted to ask, you know, where do you get your ideas from? Alan's like, what ideas? That's a a two part. Where do you get your ideas from? That's a two part question with a two-part answer uh, no it's not but i just wanted to say that um w- w- what exactly what what ideas i just want to know where you get your ideas from well so, my head you know so you know the a lot a lot a large part of it is believing that you work for your own hypothetical audio media production company 
um, named Audio Media Production Service. What AMPS. a plug. <laughs> AMPS. Um, my employees are, in fact, Shayan Omani and Aryan Islam. Um, they, uh, well, anyways, so that aside, so it's, it's, you know, you pretend you work for, you, you do these gigs rather than, like, instead of framing it as you are doing movie night for the senior caucus or whatever you, you think of it as like you have a you have a gig right or like you have an event to accomplish or i don't know um and then you know i i have these like production logs and then then i um gather all the equipment and set up and tear down i like making lists and schedules um not list that objectify people though that's um, <laughs> We're not gonna get into that. <laughs> really? I think I. You want to get into that? Should um, we? I mean, yeah. I think yeah. Want to get into that? Like how? No, like we're, talk we're, about it? Yeah, we're gonna discuss it. Really? Yeah, I think it's a. I, I, I think it is a problem. Yeah, you I think, think it's, it's a, a problem. problem. I'm not on the look. No, I'm joking. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna say oh, this. I don't think it's a problem. Yeah, I don't. I don't think because, it's that bad. Uh. Well, for one, it's like it's kind of normal. Like, you know, it's like it's not like some crazy like bullying thing. Like, if well, this is yeah. So the thing with that is like, I don't think it's. I think the only problem is like people are like, oh, I'm not on the list. But even then, it's like okay, there are three thousand kids at this school. Are you really gonna feel bad about yourself that you're not on the top ten hottest list? Voted by like a bunch of random people, and it's in, in the bathroom. There's probably yeah, like, like twenty no, no, kids no, no, no. too. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think it resurfaced again. I think it like another list went up yesterday or something. Yeah, they just do. They just like do that. It's yeah. like a, it's like a running joke now. Honestly, I think it's, it's just always like the same few honest. people, yeah. and it's like, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, on one hand, I get, I get it. It's like a goof. It's a, it's a gag. Um, some might call it a goof and gag. Um, I actually call it a goof, a gaff, and a goggle. <laughs> that was really just that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of cringe, bro. Alan, if Alan's gonna take it there, I'm gonna take but it a but step but further. But like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, I, I think can we please cut that out? <laughs> I think the argument that a lot of people who are against it hold is that, um, and you can see into this or not, I, I don't know, but like, they don't like they don't like the fact that they're being, I guess, boiled down to like appearances right on the list um or like in other words being like objective and this is this is the, this this goes for boys and girls um, i could i mean <clears throat> i could understand that from people who are on the list right because like i haven't i don't think i personally have heard that from anybody who appeared on the list they were like why am i on this or whatever right i think because a lot of them are just like yay I'm on the list. People think I'm hot. Well, yeah. but like, yeah, I will say that I I was talking to someone who was on the list that I will not um, identify. Yeah, don't. Yeah, that's <laughs> better off you don't. And this person was, as a matter of fact, you know, I I guess weirded out isn't the right word, and obviously I don't explain their feelings verbatim. Just the general sense of discomfort and. Um, uh, uh, because of the fact that you know they are being targeted by how they look, right? And like, and it's true. Like some, you know, the other argument what I heard is like they don't have any reason to be complaining because you're being called attractive, right? But also, 
I don't know. You can't help the way you look, right? You, the, the, they, you don't decide that. Um, I mean, plastic surgery is always an option. Is always an <laughs> it's an a option. joke. It's a joke, all right? It's a bad joke. No, I was agreeing. Um, yeah, well, now I'm just going on a tangent. Well, I can understand that. And I do think that that is... You know, it's valid to feel that way. If you don't want to appear on the list, I would, you know, I personally like, I don't really know how I would feel if I were like a girl and a bunch of guys were like, oh, she's so cute, bro. Put her on the list, bro. Like, (laughs) it's like, I could definitely see that being creepy. I just think like in the way it is now, it's like, I don't know. Again, this is like. Well, also, especially for girls, they get. Like yeah, cat called right. Actually, looking at it a bit different now, though, I will say that I'm pretty sure most of these lists are made by girls. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I'm not gonna say why I know that, but uh, but he knows that. I, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I think this last one was made by boys, but like a lot of them were made by girls. I think that we should make lists of the best sounding microphones only. Okay, bud. <laughs> We let him talk for too long. <laughs> number one would be SM57. Number two. No, would no, no, no. Chion, take the take the mic back from Alan. B number four would be. Okay. Road. Do we know who made that list? By the way. Caster. I let's not name anyone. I'm not gonna not to name, but I just I don't know. Was it like some stupid? I know who made number five would be Electro Voice. I know who made one of the lists. Because it was me and someone else. Number six <laughs> would be... Well, like, okay, so, we didn't <laughs> so, like, C6. Is that a... Yeah. Number seven would be uh, Sure Beta 86. Are we going to let him go? Yes. Yeah, number eight. Number there. 15. Number eight would be <laughs> the, um, the Audix. Burger King It's like this drum mic. I don't remember the name, but it was a pretty handy mic. Number nine would be the Neumann U87. And number ten, Jesus Christ, would be the uh, Alan, the uh, Audio Technica C four. How long is this list? Ten. It's just ten. You now now we got to. I feel like mixers. No, no. Okay. I'm. What are we talking about? It was the. This tea has brown rice. It was the list, right? No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, before the list, it was like how I get my. Well, like, what ideas are you talking about specifically? Are we still on that? Well, I, I was just interested in the question. I, you know, I love the spotlight. I'm just kidding. Um, no, he does. <laughs> he really does. I don't know. You know, I I just wanted to know because, like, some people think, you know, about these good ideas. <laughs> I just wanted to know, like, where you get your ideas from. <laughs> that, that was much more specific. <laughs> ideas? Like what? Like, like the, the things con- you think about and, you know, things that you are able to come up with. They're just so clever. And Thank you. How, how does your mind work? Oh, that's a toughie. Does it work like a machine, or like does it you, work like... Do you, do you plan stuff out, or do you, like... Of course I plan it, stuff like, out. I'm well, event. like, I don't Are you a magician? Like, it's weird. Well, you know, I'll, you know, uh, this is... What are you doing? You know, one more thing on the list <laughs> thing, because I was just remembering <laughs> What is going on? <laughs> yeah. If anyone's right, no, still no. listening to this, one, thank you, and, uh... If it's probably like five people, so um, I think we could just talk about anything right now. No, all right, well, Adrian, what were we gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, 
one more thing on the list thing is like I'm starting to remember now. I remember at the end of like the day of one day, someone was like upset about it, and I didn't. And I was like, it's not that big of a deal. And I'm not sure if they're the one who took it down, but like I kind of understand now like why. I guess like thinking back on it, but like they said, like basically it's like it's vain or whatever, and it's like, and I was like, yeah, I mean it is, but it's also like kind of just that's how teenagers are, you know they do they it's like they do this stuff already like just in like their head, not in their not even in their head, but just like amongst each other, yeah. and this is just kind of like they just put it on the wall because taking it, it to an unnecessary. I mean, this is stuff like level. you kind of expect from like a normal high school, though. No, a normal like, high school is where you expect like weird types of bullying. Hmm. Like, give bullying me your lunch money, or like, Alan, I, this, that, that's like a movie. Like, that's yeah, <laughs> I don't think that accurately like represents putting school. someone in a locker, dude. Like, you know, they were doing that today. How do you fit anyone into a locker and stop? There's maybe two kids inside that could fit in a locker. Yeah, me and you. Ooh. Oh, wow. Let's not take it there. <laughs> that got intimate. Yeah. Did anyone just hear those the screaming children? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Schizophrenia. I mean, we're in the principal's office right now. Oh, yeah, I, have a, I don't know yeah, who's the outside. the principal's office, the hall of screaming children. I mean, no, right outside, like some team is practicing or something. Is it like... I don't know what it is. I think it's, it's, a, I think it's, it's a dance. It's Sty Squad. Right? It's Sty Squad, yeah. Did somebody tell him to pipe down. That's all for today for the Stuyvesant Podcast. Uh, tune in next week. Tune in next week for the new episode of Stuyvesant Podcast. Uh, uh, find out uh, next time. Uh, that's an awfully hot coffee pot. <laughs> Should I drop it on Donald Trump? Probably not. But that's all I got till I come up with a solid plot. <laughs> got a plan and now I got a hatchet like a damn Apache with a tomahawk. I'ma walk inside a mosque on Ramadan and say a prayer every time that talks. She gets him. I'ma stop.